0: Good morning, welcome to today's edition of a Daily Dose of Torah. Today is the fourth day of Edel, entitled, Are You Ready for Prophecy? More on that in a moment. First, we start with today's, today's Hasidic teaching, in which the Rebbe presents what are four terms in the Torah <coughs> for human. Did you know that in the Torah there are actually four words to describe a human? And they are, the first one is Adam, Adam. And that reflects man in his most quintessentially um, pure and elevated state. And it refers particularly to the quality of Intellect. So Adam, Adam is intellectual man. That's one term in the Torah for human. The next is Ish. And that term, Ish, for human, also has the feminine version Isha. And that refers to the emotional side of human being, human emotions. So Adam is intellect and ish are the emotions of the heart. The third uh, name for human in the Torah is Enosh. And Enosh actually indicates weakness, a person who's challenged and weak, either intellectually or emotionally. So Enosh is a challenged man, human. And then the fourth name for the human in the Torah is Gever. Gever means strength, power. And that denotes a person who overcomes their limitations, be they intellectual or emotional, um, a person who works on themselves, who works on developing themselves, and who removes the blocks and obstacles that stand in the way of intellectual and emotional development. So, what that means, then, is that the term gever, which means power or strength, is able to work with and overcome enosh, a person, again, whose enosh reflects a person who's challenged intellectually or emotionally, and elevate the person to a level of ish or adam which means a an evolved and emotional uh, mature intellectually mature or emotionally mature um, individual so what the rebbe is saying is that we have adam is like say someone with a high iq ish is someone with a high eq as we know eq is emotional intelligence Enosh is someone who has a low IQ or EQ and Gever is someone who works hard at um, growing. And what the Rebbe is saying is that we all have a little bit of all four inside of us and even someone who's at the Enosh level, which means someone who um, may start out challenged in the realm of IQ or EQ, can overcome through um Work and persistence and consistency, as they used to say in uh, yeshiva, the most important part of your body for Torah study, more important than your head is your backside that you're actually sitting and learning and doing because if, if you have a good head, you can have a really good head, be very intellectually gifted, but uh you know use it but if you sit and learn and study, you're going to grow and maximize your um, potential. So that's the Hayyam Yom teaching for um, today. Speaking about um, potential, in the Torah section of today, Moshe talks about prophecy and what the uh, what the identifying um, criteria would be as to how to um, uh, how to tell if someone is a legit prophet or a charlatan and this is all discussed at great length by the Rambam, Maimonides and Jewish law now we know historically there was an age of the prophets and our sages tell us that the age of prophecy ended with the latter prophets of Micha, I believe was the last one of the prophets but the Talmud says actually it says in the Torah in the book of Yoel in the book of Joel was one of the last prophets as well said that in the future all of all the sons and daughters of Israel will be prophets which means that when in the messianic age when Moshiach comes everybody will attain the level of prophecy now what that means what prophecy means is what is a prophet? a prophet is someone who has a direct line of communication with the divine and is able to receive divine communication without any sort of uh, filters, as it were. So, we're all destined, in a way, then, to be prophets. However, um, our sages tell us that um, the more we prepare ourselves now, which means the more refined our intellect is now, the clearer our thinking the more torah we study now the greater the prophecy we will experience in the messianic age so it's not as if when the messiah comes everyone will attain the same level of prophecy um that will be contingent upon how receptive we are to prophecy and how receptive is a person to prophecy the cleaner the person's mind and the purer the person's heart, the more receptive we are to receive the prophecy, the messaging from God. Speaking of prophecy, in the Rambam Maimonides today, we start studying the laws, probably the most complex laws of the Torah, hands down, and those are the laws of Kiddush HaKodesh, which means the laws of the sanctification of the moon. And uh, you got to know quite a bit of of astronomy to understand um, these laws actually, and uh, these laws are pertain to how a Jewish month is declared, and that is based on the onset of the rebirth of the moon. And when the temple stood, witnesses would come to testify the day witnessed the uh, the new moon, and the uh, the judges of the Sanhedrin, which is the, the court, would have to examine them to verify that their testimony was uh, valid. And in order to do that, they all had to be well-versed in astronomy to be able to um, declare the month as having begun, which has a lot of implications and ramifications because that would determine when we celebrate the holidays and so on and so forth. So um, Maimonides begins the laws of Kiddush um, HaChodesh, which means the sanctification of months because again the the determination of the month determines when we celebrate holidays and so on that, that um, God initially um, taught these laws to Moses, to Moshe prophetically such that he was able to teach then what all of the intricacies and the details of this law is one of the reasons that um, this is understood to have been a prophetic revelation from god to moses is a very simple practical reason and that is that god communicated to moses during the day so if he's teaching him laws about the moon um that would have been at night and we know that he was teaching him these laws during the daytime which means that god prophetically taught him so again prophecy what, what, what prophecy means is clarity. Prophecy doesn't necessarily mean only the ability to predict the future. That's a byproduct of, of a byproduct of prophecy because when you have clarity, then you can see things in the future as well. But it's not about prediction per se. It's about clarity. Clarity of the present is clarity of the future. So God taught Moshe these laws in great detail such that he had great clarity. These laws were passed on and, um, and that is the way these laws were taught and ultimately documented become and become an, a part of the canon of Jewish law. Of course, today we have a fixed calendar but nonetheless, again talking about the future of the Messianic era, we will once again reestablish the Sanhedrin, the Jewish High Court and the months will be determined by the testimony of um, witnesses who come forth. That's the Rambam for today. Last week we have the tanya for today in which the Alter Rebbe talks about the power uh, of teshuva which is the power to reconstitute the past the power to recreate the past and we thought rebbe said yesterday that when a person um, makes an, an internal resolve to change then that resolve has an effect not only on the person moving forward but that also reframes a person's sins of the past because those sins of the past are now part of the person's story in terms of they are they are now the impetus and the drive for a better person. So, as Al Altarebbe said, that the power of Teshuvah is tapping into the power of infinity in the sense that it's a power that transcends time because we're able to reach back in the past as it were and recreate the past. However, says the Altarebbe, in today's Tanya, even though the main aspect of teshuvah, of repentance is an internal process nonetheless it has to have a practical outlet and the practical outlet for that is tzedakah, giving charity and uh, doing acts of chesed acts of kindness because when we do the acts of kindness I actually he points out a very interesting fascinating thing, the Hebrew word for kindness is chesed which he says is an amalgamation of two words, chos dal, which means mercy on someone who is poor, impoverished. When we demonstrate mercy for someone who is impoverished in the physical sense, God, in turn, shows mercy to us who are spiritually impoverished. So the greatest practical way to express teshuvah and to be on the receiving end of divine benevolence is showing benevolence to another. Thank you all for joining in. We've got uh Tamasank from uh Joburg. Last name Milo. We actually have a Milo right here in our community. Do you have any cousins in Boca Raton? We got Erica tuning in from Norway and uh, all sorts of time zones here. So wherever you are, we got down under, I bid you a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Um Farber thank you for checking in you too make it a good day and uh, a great day and um, also a good Erev Shabbat we will see you God willing on uh, Monday morning right here same time same place Farber's in Denmark okay thank you for joining us and uh, make it a great day feel free to share this with all of your friends on Facebook good Erev Shabbat